The Olympic Games are always amazing. It's a wonderful time to marvel at world-class excellence in dozens of sports. As always, the Games showcase the thrill of victory and the agony of snapped bones. Invariably, we see the backstory of several athletes and the incredible talent meets work ethic and training that enabled them to perform on the world stage. When you just talk about practice. The stories of dedication and sacrifice, the years of training, practice often required to be world-class. talking about practice. I have to admit that two weeks' coverage of a dozen sports is a little tough for me to watch nonstop. So I took a break and watched a DJ AM documentary. Anthony Michael, AM, Goldstein, earned an unheard of seven figures a year spinning records. He talked about his love of music and mixing. Naturally, the film covered his backstory. Like Olympians, he spent years developing his skills and practiced mixing, even if no music or turntables were around. While driving in the rain, he noticed the slightly different rhythm of windshield wipers on cars around him and would estimate when the blades would be in sync and for how long. All of this excellence got me thinking about my professional skills and the training and development it takes to be a seven-figure executive. We're talking about practice, man. I don't remember working out as hard as the athlete, nor do I think of myself as anything special or amazing, but I'm often part and frequently leading teams that accomplish amazing things. Sure, I went to college and earned a hotshot MBA, but so have lots of other folks. But even when compared to that list of higher achievers, the range of my successes still makes me an odd duck. I remember playing traditional high school sports well enough to earn a letter, but not well enough to go pro. I also remember loving the games and hating practice. I wrestled with the question of how did I develop my skills for a long while to no avail and gave up. Then it hit me like a ton of bricks. I practiced every day, everywhere. I practiced forecasting, decision making, public speaking, etc. every single day. We're talking about practice, man. As I mentally play back my history, I probably started practicing nonstop during my army days. I remember taking an advanced hand-to-hand combat course when the instructor announced in his introductory ramble that my course offers no defensive moves. Whoa. I distinctly remember sitting there as a super fit, highly motivated five foot seven inch soldier, looking up at six and a half to eight foot giant classmates, wondering how in the heck am I gonna survive this? Meanwhile, the instructor continues his rambling assault by telling us we need to be able to neutralize your opponent in about three seconds. Your chances of dying during a contest double every second thereafter. I instantly knew that whatever the magic of this course was going to be, I had to learn it fast. It turns out the no defense part was easy. Don't just block, destroy the arm, leg, or anything else that attacks. The hard part? Well, that's knowing where your opponent was going to be before they did. Let's just say that in a fight, when I know where you're going to be before you do, I'll have a nice gift all prepared for you when you arrive. We proceeded to study human anatomy every day, all day, for the next couple of months. Bones, muscles, circulatory, and nervous systems. From there, we learned how the body functioned and failed. Long story short, we learned to manipulate limitations, reflexes, just like the doctor tapping your knee during an exam. 
Only this time, we take your leg off when it pops out. I don't remember consciously working that hard to anticipate and incapacitate my business opponents until one day, my boss Wendell and I were headed upstairs to a meeting. He casually asked me to pick an elevator, and before I could register a protest, he demanded that I stand in front of my choice. I was not at all upset as I saw him <laughs> chuckle and board an elevator behind me. I do remember thinking, I always choose the wrong one. I must have mumbled that out loud as Wendell's demeanor violently changed, and he asked, Why are you running such a crappy program on your high-performance computer? Not only are you not getting smarter, you're getting way too comfortable losing, son. Stunned. I don't remember talking to him anymore that day. But beat him into the office the next morning, and just like the bounding puppy was happy to see him and deliver a fresh cup of coffee just the way he liked it. I followed him to his office and asked what he meant. Sam, you did not choose wisely and was so comfortable losing, you didn't even bother to ask how I knew which elevator would win. I would have told you had you asked that your elevator was the closest for sure, but on the way up, my choice was the only elevator coming down. I'll bet you picked the grocery line with the check rider and can't wait to stop behind that heavily laden 18-wheeler instead of the open lane beside it. The fact is, Sam, the more you guess, the more clues you learn to see. Your brain will automatically collect the clues if you ask, and you will get better almost instantly. You will learn how to recover quickly when you lose and to go all in when others around you miss the subtle clues. He also encouraged me to mentally answer every question in a meeting and eventually anticipate who would ask what questions. Then we would craft replies to let our supporters off the hook or silence our critics once and for all. This week, for example, I've been answering post-medal questions posed to Olympic athletes in a way that builds their personal brand and optimizes their value to sponsors. I then compare my answers to theirs and can easily tell who's a natural, who's been coached, and who is clueless. I mean, just happy to be there. What are we talking about? You want to be a better decision maker? Make more decisions. Practice? Try it for a week. Then I would love to hear from practice, you. Man. On my voicemail, 203-900-4-SAS. That's 203-900-4724. And let me know what you think. Thanks for listening. I'd love to hear your questions or comments at samasolomon.info. Ride with me, yeah.